It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. The Sports Complex with Patrick Davis on the Horn. All right, back hour two here on the Sports Complex. Getting you ready, going to talk some NFL, going to read some more of your texts. 512 337 3776. Like what you guys are sending in. I like the y'all drinking the Kool Aid. I'm a fan of it. There's some people we got. Look, we got one that seems pretty outlandish, but he was pretty close last week. Hey, we got some people double fisting the Kool-Aid, though. Oh, they are, <laughs> they are, they're going to be a shortage of Kool-Aid in Austin, Texas. You know, there's a shortage of my favorite beer in Austin right now, and I'm not a fan of it. Oh, what is it? I don't want to say they don't pay me any money, so yeah. I'm not going to promote them. But, <laughs> but there's a shortage of it, and it doesn't make me a happy man. <laughs> uh, All right, well, text line, tell us which beers have a shortage. <laughs> I, I know the answer. <laughs> I know the answer to the question. Uh, but yeah, we'll get into that and some NFL talk as well. Uh, we give you up to Vandegrift football, taking on Stony Point at 645. Right now, weather looks pretty good. I'm doing a weatherman look out the window reports. Weather looks pretty good. Was a little bit worried about it. I'm going to be heading down to uh, Germanio Amphitheater after the show, going down to the Germ to check out Tenacious D after the show. So, uh, so I'm hoping that the weather holds out because I got the email this morning. It was like, it's rain or shine. Which seems like a threat, like when it's rainy weather. No, that like, just sounds like a tenacious D way to address it, though. But it, I like, I get it. I get the concept. But they're like, it's rain or shine. Like, come on, guys. That- Hold up with that a little bit. <laughs> like, how much rain? Like- <laughs> you tell me. How much rain? Uh, <laughs> they saw Taylor Swift do it, and they said, no way Taylor no, Swift not, is not, going to- Not Tay-Tay. <laughs> Uh, we got some of your texts. We'll go through uh, some of your predictions. Like uh, Longhorn Bear, using Texas Tech as a barometer is a mistake with a coach who thinks fourth down is just another down. It's a good point. I'd say, you know, I like it. UT 52, Wyoming 10. That's, Going at it. Man. Look, I, look, I hope it is that. I think that's a very possible score in this game. Yeah. It's very possible. It's just optimistic. It's very optimistic. I, I just have been hurt Actually, too many times before. Yeah. <laughs> See, I can't. I told I can't. you it didn't even take him five minutes. It <laughs> didn't even take him five I minutes. I can't go that. Sweat all day. Uh, we get Texas 45, Wyoming 3. How do they get that field goal? We can't shut them out. They get one field goal on us. <laughs> is, is it going to be one of those things where they score early and then we just score put 45 on them? Yeah, everybody wakes up all of a sudden. Yeah, they're like, yeah. wait, they get a field goal? Wait, wait a minute. They got past the 50? <laughs> Hang on. Uh, since you're doing plugs, uh, Fiesta Austin. You can go to FiestaAustin.org for more information of that for uh, the DAC Saints Day September celebration. That's what Vallejo is going to be doing at Bucks Backyards. They're going to be doing them all over town over at Fiesta Gardens. That one's going to be FiestaAustin.org to check that out if you want something to check out during the day. Celebrate some Mexican heritage. Uh, 56 to 13, Texas. But this one, that's my favorite. Out, what was the score they had for Texas for the game last week? They put 33 24 for Texas last week, and the game ended 34 24. So, so they were pretty close. I mean, if, if they're so fifty-five, thirteen is what we're gonna <laughs> see if they had one for the Rice game. I'm not seeing one. <laughs> not seeing one. But I like that. I like that. Texas twenty-seven, Wyoming ten. That's my man Chan. A little bit down to earth with me and David Binda. Linebackers should have an impact in full game. I I like it. Chan, you're back down with me. You're you're not double fisting the Kool Aid. No, you're sipping it like a like a, a adult. 
<laughs> Moderation and control. There you go. Ready for a long season. Mixing I like in it, some Chad. waters in between the Kool Aid. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, we will also get. Uh, no, that's it. Is not thirsty goat. By the way, it is not thirsty goat. Uh, the the beer. I'm I'm not gonna say what it is, but it is not that. Uh, and no, they still make it. It is still being advertised. It's just not in any stores I've been. They can to. see you on YouTube. Blink if that's it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I it's not is not thirsty goat. I will tell you that. But keep sending your texts. Send us in your predictions. Send us in uh, who you think the defensive player who's going to make the biggest impact is five one two three three seven three seven seven six. We'll get to some NFL though because it is uh, it is Friday. So we got we've been talking Saturday. If I get to my notes, we will get to Sunday. Uh, and let's start off with the Cowboys. Oh, you have notes? I do have notes. Oh, okay. You know when you get older, you don't remember anything anymore? I do that now. I don't remember where my notes are. (laughs) (laughs) Where we go. All right. Uh, Well, actually, you know what? Before we get to Cowboys, I want to talk about the game last night, recap the game a little bit last night. Vikings. This is why I have notes. (laughs) Vikings Vikings lose to the Eagles 34-28. The biggest number in this game, that is the craziest number. 28 rushing yards for Minnesota. Yeah. 28 rushing yards. And I know that it sucks at Madison afterwards that there's people yeah. saying, like, just tell me, sucks at running the ball. Like, say your, your, your game plan was terrible. You can't run the ball. You don't have to be racial on this. That's, there's absolutely no reason. I'm all for being an obnoxious fan. <laughs> I'm not for being I'm a also, hateful. I'm also, yeah. I'm also not somebody who would ever tweet at somebody or do – like I don't have any reason I You've need to make their life. You've never been drawn to that. I, I've no. definitely gotten upset enough no. to tweet at someone I knew was never going to even see it. No, I'm not. I'm not that guy who will tweet at somebody. I'm somebody who will yell at a TV. That's about as far as I'll go. I've tweeted Jerry Jones a couple times. <laughs> I'll, I'll just go ahead and say who it was. That's because you know Jerry Jones doesn't know how to work Twitter. Well, uh, well, he probably reads them all. I bet Jerry reads everything uh, yeah. coming his you way. Think, you think he has someone read them to him? No, I think he has alerts and it just feeds <laughs> on like a wall alerts. in his office. He, he's one of those guys that learned how to use. A phone just because he had these, like, I, I got to know what they're saying about me. No, he's a billionaire. He had someone set it up. Okay. He had <laughs> someone set it up. Uh, yeah. Uh, they had uh, uh, Dalen Hurts again carried the ball. He threw the ball 23 times, carried the ball 12 times. That seems like a bit much for what you would like. I know some of those are the, the two of them, are the touch well, pushes. More than that. Yeah. I think three at least. Uh, where the, the quarterback sneaks. Yeah. Uh, which I was watching my buddy, and he's like, are they ever going to stop? Uh, are they ever going to stop that? And like, not until other teams do it. I think there if it's was... only one team doing it, like successfully, yeah. Then there's no. The problem is they have a Hall of Fame center. They have a quarterback with really good quads who can push the ball. Like they have the system set up that it works. And Tom Brady did it forever. And he did close to it. It's not quite the same. It's not the same but because pe- Tom Brady get like a yard. Yeah, this gets like three. <laughs> I mean, well, Tom Brady didn't squat six hundred and fifty pounds. That's true. I mean. No, you can't do that and eat avocado ice cream. No, no, you cannot. You can't put mass on with avocado ice cream. Uh, I, I do want to. I do want to bring this up because it's funny because I remember hearing this on Rich Eisen before my show yesterday that he was talking about uh, the touchback of the, the fumble through an end zone yes. touchback rule, yeah. and that it's the dumbest rule and it needs to be changed. And he mm. was he was on that pulpit yesterday, yeah. And then in the game that night, yeah, it becomes one that Justin Jefferson loses the ball. It does seem a bit crazy that if that ball was two inches to the left, it's out the one-yard line. And if it's two inches to the right, it's Philadelphia ball in the 25. It seems pretty crazy that that little amount of space, or if he holds on to the ball for two more inches, it's a touchdown. But he didn't. I get it. Like, I'm just saying I think that rule may be a little bit too aggressive. 
Yeah, maybe and, a bit too aggressive. And I've heard people debating alternatives, um, and I, I'm sure you've heard a couple. Yeah. What would you do? What would you replace it with? I would put the ball at the two-yard line. and would make it not that big of a penalty to fumble at the ball. two-yard line? Yeah, because look, the reality is if you fumble the ball and if he fumbles it out at the one, it's out at the one. Yeah. Like, so the normal rule for everything else you do is wherever it goes out of bounds, that's where we do it, or wherever you fumbled, it goes out. Like, that's the rule. So why does it suddenly change on this goal line to be an insane penalty that flips a game completely? I don't like the loss of possession. They lost by six points. And, and I'll give you that. I don't like the loss of possession if you fumble through the yeah. back of the end zone. But one alternative I heard was first and goal at the 20. You okay with that? No, I still just put it at the two. I, I just don't make it a big penalty. I get you don't want to fumble around the goal line, but I, I think it's one of those things that it's it's really fun if it happens against your team and it's right, yeah. crushing it if it happens on what to your side team. You're on, yeah. I, I just it doesn't necessarily make it like I just don't it doesn't seem like in the rules with everything else. Because it is. If it if the ball goes out anywhere else, it's just you get the ball where like where you fumbled it. And they go, Well, well, that's how it is. No one recovered it. And the yeah. other way is like well, it makes more sense for a guy to kick the ball out of bounds once it goes in the end zone than to try and jump on it because you know you the rule is, well, it goes to us. I don't have to recover it. Yeah, so they do the little fake swipe trying yeah. to pick it I, up. I, I, yeah. I just personally would change that, uh, but who who it probably won't change. No, it won't. <laughs> well, maybe. That was a massive moment in that game. It was, and I still – I like they're not running the ball. They're fully on this passing offense. I feel like this is a thing they're doing – to show that it's not going to work, which means they shouldn't pay Justin Jefferson all this money, and they're going to use it to negotiate to try There's and get down. There's no way. And then he's not going to accept less money, and they're going to trade him off and get a bunch of picks for him and then tell Minnesota, sorry, guys, we're never going to win a ring. There's no way that's the plan. I don't know. Why would uh, they do that? Because they're Minnesota, man. It's not a team that's trying to win Super Bowls every year. It's a team that's trying to be profitable. They're a middle, middle market team. There's a history of great receivers in Minnesota, though. Why would they target Justin Jefferson as the guy, you know what, when his contract comes they, up, yeah, we're going to find, we're going to deceive him all year so that we don't have to pay him. So they did it to Diggs. Oh. They did, and now Diggs is what? perpetually unhappy. <laughs> yeah, okay. He is perpetually unhappy, I get it. But they did it to Diggs, where he was his contract's coming up, and they're like, we're not paying you that much money. And Justin Jefferson is going to be the highest paid wide receiver in football. No doubt. So you're going to pay the tight end. You're going to be one of the top, top tight ends. You're going to pay Justin Jefferson one of the top wide receivers. And if Jordan Addison's any good, then you, you've got another guy lining up in two years that is going to want another massive paycheck. And you are you going to pe- keep paying Kirk Cousins? No, no. At I what think- point is this plan that you're paying all pass catchers, you ran the ball for 28 yards, and you're losing games now because you all won all these one-score games. At what point do you give it up? Yeah, no, I hear that. I just I find it very hard to believe that they would <laughs> they would set Justin Jefferson up all season. I don't think I don't think they're necessarily because I think if they win, they're like, cool, we'll pay you. Like it works. I think they're just putting it way too far in an experiment where instead of just being rational and trying to win games the right way, they're like, well, you you think we got good receivers? Well, let's throw it all. The, let's just pay well, all receivers. I mean, to be fair, to be fair. Madison did have what two, three fumbles? I no, I get that because you got rid of Dalvin Cook for no reason. Madison did not give you any reason to believe he couldn't carry this offense last year when he filled in for Dalvin. Do you do you know there's they're they're one of the two teams in this league that figures that you don't need two running backs. Them and the Dallas Cowboys are the only teams too dumb to realize that you need more than one running back on your team. Easy. You need to have more than one running back. You do. What's well, the NFL? They're gonna get hurt. They're going to have down games. You need to have change of pace. You just need to no, have No, I it. agree. I agree you should have a stable of running backs, and I'll get into why I think the Cowboys have that solved in a little bit when oh, we get to that do. game. Oh, we yes. do. All right. You know what? Screw it. We're past it. We're going to the Cowboys. <laughs> okay. 
running out of time anyway. <laughs> we'll get to the Cowboys. Look, this is fun. We know Cowboys are going to win this game. They're favored by nine. I, I think that's even a low. The whole question is, can de- can the offense score on the Jets? I, I don't think it's going to be a problem. I think the, the I think the Dallas Cowboys defense will outscore the Jets by nine points. Yeah, the Cowboys are averaging 40 points a game. Like, Zach Wilson, if Zach Wilson makes it through this game, a new respect for him to get through this game without crying. Oh, no. Because, my God, to know that they had seven sacks and ten tackles for loss on the Giants. Yeah. And they're going up against the Jets. Worse offensive line. With a worse offensive line. With a worse quarterback. And I they, know Daniel Jones is not favorable, but he's got Brian Dayball, and he had a good season last year, got paid. Yeah. And Zach Wilson was, we don't even want him. We have to go trade for Aaron Rodgers. Right. All of those pieces. Now, they have better they, – and they have Saquon Barkley. They have Brees Hall and Dalvin Cook. They can get out and do a little bit of different things. I get that. I, it's, it seems dangerous to me that you basically just have to line up and be like, dude, let's sign like six more Titans and just line up oh, man. real stack sets. Especially if they keep doing that quick little cut block on the quick game. Michael Parsons is going to shuck that off. And go murder Zach Wilson all night if they keep up with that. Now, there is a problem for the Cowboys, the injuries on the O-line. Zach Martin yes. got added to the list today. Tyler Smith's going to be out. Uh, we know Brandon Cooks is questionable as well. Yeah. So there is some injuries. The offense, I get where the nine points comes because it is just a question of if Dallas can score. Now, you seem to have a reason that Dallas is going to be fine, even though Deuce Vaughn has looked like garbage since week one of preseason. Like, he did well week one of preseason, and then – they, they basically, everyone's been able to figure him out. Now, I think he'll get better, but I don't think it's going to happen this season. I don't think this season he's going to be a big factor unless you run plays specifically designed to use him and get him out in space. And I think those plays are going to Turpin right now. Yeah, that's, that's exactly where I was going to go with it. Turpin is our other running back. In week one, there were multiple times where he lined up in a single back formation, a yeah. formation designed for him to get the ball as the halfback. And I think that is a brilliant change of pace back, even to Tony Pollard, because Tony Pollard's quick. Turpin is fast. He is? I, you know what? Okay, I just don't know. I Like, if you're playing this Jets game against a really good Jets defense, and you're up by a score with eight minutes in the game, okay, do you feel confident that you can run the clock with with those running backs. Yes. All right. Yeah. Well, a combination. I, I don't think I don't think it's going to be a seven point game this week, so we're not no, going to be able to test that out. But, but it's, a, it's a combination of those running backs as well as the the extended run game, right? The quick game, the yeah, quick yeah. out, the bubble screen, all that tunnel screens coming back. I didn't know you were such a Rico Dottle fan. <laughs> <laughs> but this is yeah. I, this this game is not. It's Cowboys. If they don't win this, it's a problem. Uh, oh, I don't even want to think about them not winning this that, game. That's what I'm saying. It's, this one it seems to be gone. Uh, Colts, Texans, this is a game where either team could win. Uh, great news for the Texans. The injury bug is still going strong. C.J. Stroud added to the injury report. What? And is now questionable with a shoulder injury. Uh, Laramie Tunsil is out. Jalen Ward is out. Jalen Petrie is out. Jimmy Ward is out. Jalen Petrie is out. So both safeties. I was going to say, who's Both starting safety? safeties are out. Your left tackle is out. Your left guard is out. Your right tackle is out. Your center is out. So you have one starting offensive lineman that was supposed to be in your starting five that is probably going to be playing for you this week. Okay. Your quarterback may be out. Now, Bobby Sloak did say he's going to go back to the running game. I would hope. I would imagine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Noah Brown is on the injured list now, too, uh, which is good because it could make space. Uh, Mechie has been practicing. Uh, Tank Dell could give him an opportunity. Some guys that you want to see, some younger guys that you'd like to see get some opportunities. Uh, that is a that is a lot of injuries for the. I feel bad for for uh, 
for the coaching staff at, at, for Texans and and just like it's just been brutal the injuries you've had. Like that, and you got to go up against Indy this week, and Anthony Richardson. All signs point to him being an absolute dog on the football field. He does, but that's a, the problem. Is it's him. Well, that's all. That's all he's going to need this week. Did you just hear that injury report? No, I get that, but the Texans' defense—like, is he going to be able to throw it over the top to the safeties? Is he going to be able to get the ball to the safeties, or is he just going to have to deal with linebackers? That the Texans still have linebackers. D'Amico Ryan's knows that. Like, I get. I think that it's going to be a very low-scoring game. Like, did you see Deion Jackson's line? The running back Deion Jackson for Indy. That they're like, we don't need to pay running backs. (laughs) Running backs grow on trees. Deion Jackson will be fine. Do you see what his line was? No. 13 carries. Take a guess on how many yards for 13 carries. 13 carries? 13 carries. Uh, 85. 14 yards. <laughs> so, I'm just saying there's there should be there could be some problems with the running game. It's basically Anthony Richardson. He led the league, he led the team in rushing with 40 yards. Uh it, it's it is Anthony Richardson and CJ Stroud is out. I, I don't know if you go Davis Mills and you let him get killed. Or if you go Case Keenum and you try and let him manage the game, but and you just go <laughs> get the ball out of your hands real quick, right? Get your ball out because yeah. it, we, it's all backup offensive linemen. It's gonna <laughs> be spent, brutal. You spent, I think, like when we looked, it's like eight or nine draft picks on this offensive line, and they're all hurt. Isn't that fun? <laughs> it's terrible. Scott Queensberry, your starting center was hurt, and then you're like, cool, we drafted Juice Scruggs. He's gonna come in there. He's hurt, so you're in your third string, which you drafted two centers this year, which. Everyone thought it was crazy until two of your centers got hurt. When good job, Texans. Told you. You yeah. knew what was happening. So who wins that game? Uh, Texans are right now favored by one because they're at home. Don't give me that. Who wins that game? Uh, Houston Texans by okay. forty. Man, <laughs> I'm back on the back on the bandwagon. Okay, I think it's a low scoring game. Someone wins by a field goal. I'll, I'll say the Texans win by a field goal. I'll say Indy 24-21, just to be spiteful. Oh, jeez. I know. Jeez. I know. And I said your Cowboys were going to win. Well, you have to. The Cowboys are great. I didn't know you were a Rico Dottle fan. A <laughs> uh, couple other picks for you before we take a break. Uh, let's go through some quick ones. Ravens and Bengals. Bengals are favored by three after that terrible performance in week one. Can Burrow bounce back? Yes. He's back this week. Jamar Chase, fantasy owners, Aren't smashing their phones and computers? Or T. Higgins, who I might own on my fantasy team. Well, they're not going to throw to T. Higgins oh, ever again. Okay. See, no, they're getting go. rid of him because sorry. they're not um, paying him. The Texans are great, Patrick. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> no, I know. I did. It was crazy how much they did not throw to him on right after they're like, "Yeah, we're not going to resign you." Yeah, that's a little concerning, but it's week one. Hey, man, maybe you want to take less money, so we throw the ball your way. <laughs> it was week one. I think they'll bounce back. Uh, the Ravens, it is a question if they start to get more familiar with this offense. J.K. Dobbins goes down. They cannot keep running backs healthy. Uh, that's going to be an issue you have to keep watching. I wouldn't be forward. surprised if they line Zay Flowers up back there. They are trying to find ways to get him the ball. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. Uh, I mean, Gus Edwards will do all right. They, they, they'll have enough running back. But, yeah, they could run some different formations, yeah. especially with Lamar Jackson. You can do a lot of different stuff. Uh, Chiefs, three-and-a-half-point favorites at the Jaguars. Kelsey's back. So one person on this team can catch a football. So is Chris Jones. Chris Jones cannot catch a football. Well, no, but... But he can hurt someone trying to throw a football. Actually, I bet if you threw it to him in the red zone, I bet he comes down with I it. I bet he would, too. i take him over Kadarius yeah. County <laughs> at this point. Uh, yeah, I, uh, does this solve the Chiefs' problems? Do they do this? Or can Jacksonville actually beat a winner? Does Jacksonville take a step forward this year? You've seen 15 play football, right? 
Just saying. Jacksonville's going to get embarrassed this weekend right. because that, Kansas I, I City think, wants to show out. Yeah, I think Kansas City's going to come back, and, and Travis Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes will have seven touchdowns. I hope <laughs> so. I also own Kelsey on my fantasy team. <laughs> uh, 49ers, seven-point favorites at the Rams. Rams look better than they thought than everybody thought they were going to look last week. And McVay always has Shanahan's number. He does. Brock Purdy, does he hold up to the Rams' pass rush, or did he say, oh, my God, like Geno Smith? Rams by three points. It's interdivision, and McVay Woo! always has Shano's number. Always. Wow. I, I think still San, San Francisco wins. It's early in the season. I, I am worried for Brock Purdy and how fragile uh, the quarterbacks have been. Oh, I'm not worried about anybody getting hurt. I mean, that's. I don't think it's going to be that physical of a game ferociously. I just think you don't. You don't think that Aaron Donald's going to go in there? And I'm just saying the history of 49ers quarterbacks. They seem to be made of glass. That is true. So I, I'm a little afraid that, you know, you could burn through two of them in this game if Aaron Donald gets mad. <laughs> Just saying. I have 49ers winning. I think that they'll be able to hold out enough in this game. Okay. Uh, one more I'm going to give you. Dolphins minus three at the Patriots. That's disrespectful. This is the thing. Dolphins minus three. And I think, so there's a couple things. One, this is a blatant shot at Brandon Staley and Chargers. To understand, Brandon Staley should have been fired a year ago. Yes, it is. <laughs> and when you saw that game, the fact that he was allowed to go to the locker room after the game and wasn't fired on the field. Wow. Is crazy. The fact that they they just were destroying you, and at no point did he go, you know what, we should change up our defense. We should- like, this isn't working. <laughs> nah, trust me. Guys, they'll figure it out. No, now we know what they're doing, so now <laughs> our defense is going to work. Now, now we know what they're doing, so that man coverage is going to, my guy will just suddenly be better at football. No, we got a new guy out there. He's on Tyreek Hill. He's going to lock him up one-on-one. And that's more of the reason I say he's fired the field is because he should have been fired a year ago. We knew he was a bad coach. At no point has Brandon Staley seemed like a good coach. Yeah, when they fumbled away the playoffs, that's uh So, and when you're like, hey, this defense, when you look at the players they have. It's a I, lot of good players. I don't get it. I like this text. 41-7, Wyoming opening drive TV TD, and then it's just onslaught of Texas, 41-7. I hope so. I'll I'll be optimistic right here uh, kind of towards the end of these predictions. I'll be optimistic. I hope so. I hope it's 41-7. You hope it's 41-7? You're going in for it. Yeah, it's 125. I'll tell you, I can get my prediction uh, tomorrow at the Mockingbird. Yes, you can. You can join us there. we got to take a break. When we come back. We will get into uh, a little bit. We'll wrap the show up. We're wrapping the show up as we get into, uh, we give it up to Vandergriff and Stony Point right here on the Sports Complex on the Horn 1019 and 1260, the Horn app and hornfm.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. The Sports Complex of the Horn. Last call. So either hook up now or go home and take care of yourselves. To alcohol, the cause of and solution to all of life's problems. That's what I do. I drink and I know things. Bring a pitcher of beer every seven minutes until somebody passes out. And then bring one every ten minutes. I'm very drunk and I intend getting still drunker before the evening's over. 
Last call here on the Sports Complex. Got to get out of here at 645 for Vandegrift playing Stony Point. That'll be a good game over there. 645 pregame with Merle Bertrand. So we'll get to you to that uh, last call. Thanks, everybody, for joining us on the text line today. All your involvement, always fun on a Friday afternoon to get everybody involved here on the show and have a good one. Getting you ready for the weekend, ready for the big Texas-Wyoming game coming up. Uh, if you are going to be around the game, if you're going down to the game, if you're going to go down to tailgate, go around the area, come on over. I'll be filling in from a man, Aaron Hogan, hanging out with Rob Babers, doing the pregame here for the Horn, 4.30 to uh, 6.30. We're going to be airing it right here on the Horn. It will also be at Mockingbird Saloon doing it live from there. So you can come down and check us out at Mockingbird Saloon uh, for the Horn pregame show, 430 to 6.30. Check us out as well there. Uh, some bands for you to check out. Last call, you know, we like to give you some things. We played some of the bands earlier today. Vallejo playing the big DAC Sace celebration that is happening at Bucks on Saturday. Uh, Willie Alvarado is going to be a part of it. It's going to be a really fun show. Uh, you can check out the Reverend Few. They're playing tonight at Saxon Pub, a really fun band to check out there. And our boys Tomar in the FC, uh, they are one of the best bands in town. They're actually opening for Big Boy at Longhorn City Limits. So, again, if you're going to be down uh, around for the game, Longhorn City Limits is Big Boy is, of course, the big national act that's going to be there. That'll be a fun show. Tomar and the FCs are opening that up. So something cool to check out there. Of course, we'll be back on Monday. Ian Rodby with Hook Him Up. Uh, Monday morning, 6 a.m. to 11 a.m., breaking down the Texas and Wyoming game, the Cowboys, the Texans, everything happening in the world of sports. The AL West battle that is happening. The Rangers winning the game last night, getting it in to a half game. The Astros, Rangers, Mariners all playing uh, all throughout the weekend, so we'll give you an update on that come Monday. And, uh, of course, get you ready for Big 12 action. Big 12 action for Texas football, hopefully running in three. No, I don't see any reason why not. We've all predicted that Texas will be able to handle Wyoming. But, uh, yeah, please come out join us uh, Saturday at the Mockingbird Saloon down if you're going to be around there or tune into the show as well for Rob Babers myself doing the pregame. Uh, but until then, uh, appreciate everybody joining us on the text line. We're giving you up to uh, Vandergrift football, and the party will continue right back here on Monday. For more of the Horn Action, more of the Sports Complex, more of the best sports coverage here in Austin local for all of you guys right here on 1019-1260, the Horn app and hornfm.com. Big thank you to Jacob Standard for joining me today, the Digital Wizard. Make sure to check out hornfm.com for all the details about where we're going to be at, uh, upcoming events, and more interviews and that type of good stuff all up on hornfm.com. We will be back on Monday with more Sports Complex, but until then, be kind, be safe, keep your underwear clean, and we'll see you on Monday morning. For we'll see you on Monday afternoon for more of the Sports Complex. We'll see you then. Peace. Have a great weekend. Hook them horns, and we'll see you on Monday. <laughs>